Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. All right, modern lovers, I have a question for you. Do you feel stuck? Stuck in anxiety, nightmares, depression, addiction, maybe in aggressive behavior? Stuck in a recognizable pattern, a pattern with suffering. And if that sounds very familiar to you, you may be in the same boat as one in five Americans, adult survivors of abuse. You may have been through countless hours of therapy and nothing has worked. Well, if it didn't work before, you're not alone. Tonight's show is a really deep and it might be painful dive into a toxic secret that affects one in five American relationships. Here at Modern Love, we know real love starts with communication about how the past affects your future, affects your love life, affects your health. And from Modern Love trainings to our True Love, True Prosperity Mastermind mentorship program to couples coaching, We bring together psychology, science, and spirituality to help you create massive change in your life. And if you're interested in finding love after giving up, healing a marriage on the brink of divorce, creating an exciting, successful new career even, then please visit us at drbrendaway.com. Or you can work with me in person at our Modern Love Academy here in San Francisco. Let me tell you about our guest tonight. We have Dr. Arlene Drake, who's a psychotherapist specializing in trauma recovery. She's a pioneer in the field of adult survivors of sexual abuse. And her groundbreaking new book, Carefrontation, Breaking Free of Childhood Trauma, is a powerful roadmap to help survivors break free of all the lies, the secrets, and the shame of the past to reclaim their healthy and genuine selves. Now, this is the kind of secret that most people have a very, very hard hard time facing, talking about. But Dr. Arlene has been a passionate crusader for victims' rights and has been featured in major media outlets, including the L.A. Times, People Magazine, Newsweek, USA Today, ABC, World, World News Tonight, and more. And she teaches how to heal the wounds of a miserable childhood, coming to that child as a compassionate adult with the heart and the guts to heal that child and show it how to grow up. All right, welcome to the show, Dr. Arlene Drake. I'm happy to be here. Great. Now, what is it that got you interested in this work of working with survivors of trauma and especially sexual abuse? 
Well, you know, when I was doing my internship many, many years ago, I was working in a battered woman's shelter because that's where I got the internship, and it was really interesting. And what I was finding out as I was counseling there was that many of those women had been sexually abused as children. And, um, in fact, some of the other counselors used to make fun of me. They would say, well, if this is Thursday, whatever day I was there, you know, it must be incest. But I just was really talking to these women on a very deep level and finding that out. And now uh, statistics, as as they they check statistics, most women who have been battered um, are victims of, of sexual abuse of some sort. So that was interesting. And I really got interested in it because a lot of the women there were not only uh, being abused by their husbands, but so were their children. And some of the children had actually been sexually abused too, and they didn't catch that. So that really opened up a whole new world to me. Yeah, and that is one of the things many people, I hope by now, are aware of, is what we call intergenerational cycles. If something happens in one generation, it's very, very likely that we'll see it in the next generation. You know, I just saw that film, uh, The Eagle Huntress, and they have Mm. this phrase in the film that a bird will do whatever it sees in the nest. And, you know, in terms of human beings, that's also I love true. It. What we see in the nest, we repeat. So yes. for you, you know, that's, that's fascinating. I spent a lot of time working in battered women's shelters myself. And really? And this cycle, yes, absolutely. In San Francisco, we have a shelter, La Casa de las Madres, which was the first shelter. And I actually chaired the board of that shelter and did some groups with the women. And I couldn't agree with you more that the cycle of abuse, and it's no one's fault that they inherit a pattern of abuse. And it's really important for people to just take in, if you were a victim, this is the only crime in which the victim is forced to participate. Right. Ren, be quiet about. Exactly. That's right. Participate in it and then have to keep it a secret. And it wasn't John Bradshaw who brought us the phrase, we're only as sick as our secrets. If we keep it secret, we can't heal it. That's exactly right. We have to know what it is we need to heal. Otherwise, we're just left in the dark with everything. Now, explain how you developed your technique, because you have a very interesting technique, and there are things about it that make it pioneering even. So tell us about it. And everyone just really, really be prepared to run out after you hear Dr. Arlene and get her book and add that to your bookshelf. You know, this is the show where we say make a real library, go and buy books or download it at the very, very least, Carefrontation, Breaking Free of Childhood Trauma. So tell us about the technique. Well, you know, there's nothing new in what I do as far as what anything being invented. I did not reinvent the wheel. But the techniques that have already been out there, which is uh, psychodrama, psychodynamic, uh, the, the family within, short-term therapy, cognitive therapy, I've used all of those. But what, and also, there was, there's a process called uh, right-hand, left-hand writing. Uh, there's a book, I think, called Writing with the Opposite ha- uh, Hand. By, yes. Uh, yes, by, uh, her last name is Cappuccino or something like, something like that. I don't know if I'm right. saying it right. And I, it's escaping me, too. We'll both think of it at the same time. Yes, and, and, and so explain why that technique is helpful. 
Well, that technique is extremely helpful because what it does is connects both sides of the brain. You know, our left brain is the part that just, you know, one and one or two, it's the logical part. It's the part that figures things out and keeps us going. And the right brain is our creative part. It's our child part. And in the very back of the brain by the uh, stem of the skull, sort of the reptilian brain, where we have a lot of feelings and memories there, but they may not have any words to go with them. So nonverbal feelings are there. And many times what we process um, the the brain, the left side of the brain, can't really figure it out. It just jumps into the right side of the brain, and, and it sits there. And the left side of the brain wants to keep it quiet because it doesn't want any problems. So we think we could run away from all of this, and the right left side of the brain says, okay, you be quiet because I'm getting out of here. And away we go. Or, you know, We leave home like we're shot out of a cannon and start our life, and then something starts to bother us. And uh, sort of, you know, maybe uh, hit us in the head a little bit, and, and we're doing yeah, things. Yeah, even it. even just I want to connect a couple of dots because often those breadcrumbs are already starting. You know, a lot of people, as you mentioned, uh, I mentioned it actually in the introduction, is that if you're a survivor of trauma, you may have found yourself addicted to sugar, or yes. you may have found yourself. Uh, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, or, right. or some kind of addictive behavior, smoking, drinking, uh, shopping is, you know, in America, our two biggest addictions are food and <laughs> right. shopping. So That's exactly if you find right. yourself with those addictions, when Dr. Arlene is saying, hey, you leave childhood and suddenly you notice something is amiss, these are the kinds of things she's talking about. Right. Keep exactly. going, Pardon? I said, well, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So I give people homework every week. Uh, And one of the things, hello? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, what what I start with is is asking them to bring me in some pictures of themselves when they were children so we could look at them. And many times you could see in the pictures when the abuse has started, you could see a, a deadness or a faraway look in their eyes. Their whole demeanor changes, and you could really spot that in a child. And then what I do is tell them, well, you know, you're going to be the hero for this child. You are going to be the one to bring this child home to you and love that child. I like to call what I do repairing and reparenting. So you signed up to be the good parent now. And if you didn't, well, this won't work. So I ask them to go home that day and and, um, act as if they have their six-year-old or seven-year-old kid with them and to be mindful of that child and every everything they do during the week to to see if it's okay for the child. Don't put yourself in a dangerous situation. Now, is this where that technique comes in of writing with a non-dominant hand? Yes, because eventually I'm going to have you talk with the child because the child holds the secret to your recovery. And even what the, uh, Vanderbilt is saying and, and Besser about um, trauma being stored in the body, they're saying also that unless that child part speaks up and unless you could get to that child to release his or her emotions and have a say in their life, you're not going to get better. You'll be exactly talking about right. your yeah. You'll be talking you about know, your story. I like to say, yes, what I love to say is if we can't see it, we can't heal it. If we can't feel it, That's we can't right. heal it. So everyone pay close attention because maybe the trauma you went through 
wasn't sexual trauma. There may have been another kind of trauma, and it actually works in the brain in the same way. It goes right into that area of the brain, the limbic system. And as you said, I love that phrase you use, the family within, because we take that family with us wherever we go. It's just recorded. Everything that happened nine and earlier, we just downloaded like a little recording device. So once you start to ask questions of the right or the left hand, whichever is non-dominant, what kinds of questions do you want to well, ask I, your inner child? Well, first I have them do something simple like, um, how are you today? Is there anything special I could do for you today? Just something simple. It's not long. And uh, just to start saying hello to that child and letting that child know that you're there. And sometimes the child says, I don't want to talk, you know, I'm mad at you. Uh, but that's okay because a committed parent will keep showing up and eventually you will gain that child's trust. So maybe you've been feeling anxiety and you could say to that child, you know, I've been feeling really anxious today. Do you remember a time or maybe even the first time that you ever felt anxiety and what was going on? And that part of you will answer you and let you know. So as you're asking the question, the person is writing the answer with the non-dominant You write the answer with the non-dominant hand. Mm-hmm. So you ask the question, you write it down with, with the dominant hand, and with the non-dominant hand you answer. And sometimes people think that's silly and this is whatever, but you know what? Once they start doing it, you will get a wealth of information and you will get to really know that inner child, and you will have a relationship, and you'll have such a great relationship that you can actually heal that child and take that child home with you because that child doesn't know that the war is over. That child is still feeling abused, misused, and mistreated and, and doesn't and know when the shoot. Yeah, and this is yeah. also why so many people, you know, I like to say your patterns choose your partners. Like right. the women who end up in abusive relationships because that's all they know. That that's little exactly child right. program that love equals pain. And we go right. and seriously find the person that matches that pattern. And I've worked with literally thousands of people because I do these big retreats and workshops and things. And I'll ask, how many of you know your patterns choose your partner? Everybody right. in the room will raise their hand. So we can all fall into that. So if you've fallen in, I don't want anybody feeling bad that you've done something wrong. This is about healing. And this is about healing. And 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 we repeat what we thought, you know, and that's what we've learned. We've learned how to pick pick bad partners. Yes. Yes. Because they're a match. They're a match for the first people we loved. And it feels like home. So when some you know, someone feels like home right away, you better watch it. Because it right. could be an abusive huh. home, you know? That's right. There's that That's old exactly. thing that if you see a stranger across a crowded room and something goes boing, right. you should run the other direction. Right. Well, I saw it certainly happened to me in my life. Unfortunately, I married that person, but I learned. And we have um, to learn. You too? You yes, too? me too. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, I saw, it, it was literally train. across room so <laughs> it was across the room oh my yes. god yes it was sort of like west side story it was it was incredible and and not right <laughs> and, 
and not you know, right. incredible in that right. To someone who said she was in a post office in New York, mailing packages during the holidays. You can imagine how crowded that would be. Oh, sure. And she said she saw a man in a raincoat at the front of the line, and all the way from the back of the line to the front, she felt attracted to this man. Mm, boy. He said it was just this mysterious attraction. And he turned after he did whatever he was doing at the window, walked back down the line. As he walked past her, she smelled the alcohol wafting. Oh, my gosh. And went, oh, my God. Without even seeing his face, she picked her dad out. Isn't that amazing? But it happens. Yes. And it happens time and time again. And we think we're going to change them or it's going to work out okay because of our love. But it doesn't work that way. We really got to no. Uh, no, we really got, have got to change ourselves and take care of ourselves first. And by working so with the inner child, you will really thinking. learn how to care for that child and protect yeah, that child. I, mean, I have to, I have to uh, pull you right back to what uh, you just said because this may be one of the most important things that you have said or, or may say all night. For those who think they can stay in an abusive, yeah. hurtful relationship and that your love is going to make it better no the only person you can make better is going to be you by learning to love yourself enough to say no to the abuse and to say you deserve something better and it's not an overnight process step by step by you can heal and gain the strength to get out of that situation and as dr arlene just said Love yourself enough, love that child enough to rescue the child. So how does a rescue mission work? If you're going to go in and rescue that abused child, how does it work? Well, first, one of the things I have somebody do is to write a commitment to that child. Most of us, what we wanted to hear growing up is that I will love you. You could depend on me. I will always protect you. You never have to worry. I will listen to you. I will hear you. I will see you. And I will guide you. Many of us didn't have any of that. We weren't really seen or heard. We were told we were told things, told how it is. We weren't even able to, to express our own feelings or, uh, or have an opinion. We were told what things were. And so we grow up and we can't even trust ourselves. So I have them write the letter of, of, um, of uh, compassion and commitment to that child. And then I have them start writing letters. I have... I, I have them write letters to their perpetrator, to the father, to the mother. Even if they weren't the perpetrators, they should have done something or known something was going to happen. And I have it for come from that child, so that child gets to speak up. And I have that adult say, you know, you could say anything because you're, because you're not going to get hurt now. Because our children, our child part of us, has been silenced for so long. It, we have to give him or her a voice. And that's part so of So you it. give the child permission to speak yes. up. Now, this, yes. this is, again, a very important point, everyone. I want to just underline what Dr. Arlene is saying. Once we become an adult, the adult brain really can help that child brain. You can actually be in a healthy and helpful healing dialogue. Now, I want to ask, Dr. Arlene, one of the things that I often recommend for people who are struggling to get out of addictive patterns, being addicted to abuse or addicted to mistreatment or any other kind of addiction, are 12-step programs. 
I'm a huge yes, I recommend fan that too. of 12-step programs. Good. And for those who are stuck in abusive relationships or if you found an addict who matches dad, like the person who picked the addict out at the post office window, there's a program for you called Codependence Anonymous or Al-Anon. Those yes, are yes, very good. people whose lives were impacted by somebody else's addiction or you have a hard time setting boundaries and right, protecting and yourself with healthy boundaries. Oh. Because boundaries are what protects us. And, and setting boundaries for children makes children feel safe. So it's important to yep. set those boundaries for our inner child and for ourselves so we could feel safe in the world. You mean those parents who don't set boundaries aren't making their children safe? No, they're not. You know that. Right. <laughs> know. You, know that. you know, it's funny. You're talking about sculpting and family therapy. I had the great honor of being mentored by Dr. Virginia Satir for 15 years. Oh, my God. And how wonderful. It was because Virginia over and over and over said each one of us, has a child within us who is waiting for that loving adult, us, to get to work and say, I'm here and I'm going to take care of you. And I I have to say how very, very dear to my heart this kind of work is because what I know after many years of working on myself doing the work and working with thousands of other people is whatever it is we want to accomplish – if we don't take that inner child on the journey with us and help the right. child, inevitably the child does what I call go on strike. Just yes. says, you're not taking care of me. I am not going to cooperate with this. That's right. And then the child might be running your life. I have a gentleman who's very smart. He's been uh, executive in the entertainment business who, who, who was brilliant but got fired from job after job because his child was acting up, getting angry, and, doing, and, and just wrecking everything this smart adult did. And uh, when we started to work, he's, he wasn't working, and now he's got a great job, and he's running the job. His inner child is feeling safe in his heart or staying at home and he's running he's running his work. He's not letting this child run his life anymore because this child almost destroyed his his total career. He was lucky to get another job at his age. So these and things I'm I'm I would have to guess that child was not only running his career or ruining it, if you will, but it showed up in right. his relationship life, his love life as well. His love life, right, it was as, as good as his careers were, which was not. Oh, which was not. And uh, he couldn't figure it out. He's a good-looking man, smart. He couldn't figure out what was wrong. Thought everybody else might be wrong or everything was unfair. But until he started looking at that child and started listening and started protecting and taking care of and hearing that child's pain and then saying, it's okay, I have you now, that's what needed to be done. This child calmed down. This child felt safe and didn't have to act out every second. Because so that's children... one of the clues. That is one of the clues. If you feel like it's everybody else's fault, that you're the victim and your life isn't going well, pick up that rock and look under the rock and say, right. hey, inner child, are you under this rock? Do we need to do some work together and get moving? Because... Again and again and again, I want to just tell you, Dr. Arlene Drake, I'm so excited to have you 
on the show and share your work because I know that this kind of process is very, very effective. I know that from my own personal work and from the many, many couples and individuals I've had the privilege to work with, when we heal the inner child, we heal ourselves. Now, there was one study. I have to mention this before we have to let you go. Kaiser in San Diego did a study of women who were gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, and they just couldn't keep that weight off. And they found that 55% of those women struggling with obesity had been sexually abused. 55%. Yes. Yes. Now, that's a big number. That's right. That's more than half. That's that's a very big number. I know. I know. And even in in the sex... Yeah, what do you want to leave us with? You get the last word here. Well, I want you to listen to your inner child. Don't neglect that child the way you were neglected because you have a choice. Do you want to be the kind of parent your parents were, or do you really want to make a change in your life, and do you want to be a good parent? The choice is really up to you. Hmm, Powerful words. All right, everyone. Our guest tonight is Dr. Arlene Drake who is saying if you really want to heal and really want to see your career, your love life, your financial life moving forward, and if you're stuck in a pattern where it's breaking down and you think it's somebody else's fault, that might be the signal to go in and look at the toxic secret, the toxic love secret that your inner child needs help. Her book, again, I do want you to run and get this book, because it's a game-changing book. The book is called Con, excuse me, Care Frontation. Care Frontation, yes. Breaking Free from Childhood Trauma. It's a roadmap that helps survivors break free of the lies, secrets, and shame of the past and reclaim their genuine self. You can go to Dr. Drake's website. It's triple-dub-dot-arlene, A-R-L-E-N-E, Drake, D-R-A-K-E, DrArleneDrake.com. Thank you again, Dr. Drake. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Now, next week, everyone, we have Shailen Pham. Lost in the hookup culture. Is it love or is it a hookup, everybody? And April 25th, John Kim, the No BS Guide to Life. Big thank you to our executive producer, Mr. LeBron Green, to our associate producer, Mr. Cliff Dunning, and to you modern lovers, many, many blessings. Have a great week.